0: Hey, thank you for listening to Beyond the Court Ministries. My name is Destiny Hugh Santos. If you're busy and you want to learn more of the Word, this is a place where you can grow in the Word of God and get something and apply it practically to your life. So, thanks again for listening, and I hope you enjoy the Beyond the Court Ministries podcast. All right, so we are studying the book of Luke, and we are currently in Luke chapter 4. And last time we looked at Luke chapter 4 verse 5 through 8 and we talked about how Satan took Jesus up to a high place and was able to offer him the kingdoms of the world. And from that, we know that the enemy will try to also attack our hearts and try to get us to define ourselves by that position or by that authority or by that financial blessing and get us so focused on earthly treasures that we lose focus on our heavenly treasure. And so that was number one. Number two, we talked about how the enemy wanted Jesus to worship him. And in those moments of opportunities or promotions or financial blessings, the enemy will try to get us to devote ourselves to things that will dim the light that God is causing us to shine. And so we just always have to remember, how can I use my leadership position or the authority I've been given or the financial blessing I've been given or whatever my field of occupation is? How can I use this to glorify and advance the kingdom of God? And then the last thing we talked about was how jesus didn't get into a full debate with the devil he kept everything scriptural and we tied that into our current times of today and how with everything that's going on in the world and how divided our nation is how we can follow jesus example and see okay well What does scripture have to say about this? How am I to go about it and attack it in a way that's godly? And we looked at different scriptures that can help us navigate the light that we're meant to shine as believers of Christ and how we're meant to fight during these times. So that's kind of what we talked about last time. Today, we're going to pick up in Luke chapter four, verse nine. And it says, then the devil took him to Jerusalem to the highest point of the temple and said, If you are the Son of God, jump off. For the Scriptures say, He will order His angels to protect and guard you, and they will hold you up with their hands, so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Jesus responded, The Scriptures also say, You must not test the Lord your God. When the devil had finished tempting Jesus, he left him until the next opportunity came. And we're going to stop right there so the first thing i noticed was the enemy actually used scripture and the devil was trying to use scripture to cause jesus to do something that will actually be harmful and the scripture that the enemy quoted is found in psalms chapter 91 verse 11 through 12 and if the enemy can use scripture to try to tempt Jesus into doing something that would actually be harmful that just shows me that there may be times where he actually would try to get me to justify an action or a behavior by twisting scripture or adding a layer of spirituality to try to tempt me to doing something that actually could hurt me in the long run. The Bible says that the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy and If he could still kill and destroy my reputation, my purity, my witness for Christ, my leadership position, and ultimately, even in some cases, my life, just like he was trying to get Jesus to actually jump off a temple that could have potentially killed him, um, then he would have accomplished his purpose, even if it can relate to spirituality or religion or even if it's scriptural. So that was the first thing I noticed and I remember one time I was taking a class during the time I was getting my ministry certification and one thing that the professor said was there's a filter that we can run everything through to know if it's God or not because you may say well if the devil can use scripture. How do I know when it's actually God talking to me, when it's myself talking to myself, or it's even the enemy trying to talk to me? And the thing that I learned that this professor said, which I thought was so profound, he said, how do you know it's from God is just filter it through these four things. Number one, does it line up with scripture? Number two, does it line up with God's nature and character? Three, does it produce spiritual fruit in my life or in the lives of others? And four, does it bring freedom and peace in my life or in the life of someone else? And so if I'm not sure if God is speaking to me to do something or not, we can always filter it through those four things. That was the first thing I noticed is that, you know what? The devil, after the first two failed attempts of trying to get Jesus to do something, he saw that Jesus kept using scripture. Jesus kept using scripture. So it's like the devil's like, okay, well, you want to use scripture? All right. Jump off of this building because the scriptures say that the angels is going to catch you. And so the enemy saw that Jesus was sticking to scripture and that if he was going to try to get to Jesus, he was going to have to use Jesus' weapon against him. The second thing I noticed is that if Jesus would have jumped off, let's just say, hypothetically speaking, if Jesus would have actually jumped and hurt himself, then maybe questions like, you know what, why didn't God catch me? Is God even real? Why did he allow me to hurt myself? The scripture does say his angels would catch me and he didn't come through. And there may be times in our lives where the enemy will try to use spiritual things that we were believing for to happen and it didn't happen. Maybe we pray for someone to get healed and they didn't get healed. Or maybe someone that we loved passed away and we were believing for them to to stay longer or maybe not even something spiritual we were believing god for but maybe we just went through a circumstance or a situation and we just don't know why we went through that you know sometimes bad things happen to good people and maybe that made us create doubt like why would god allow me to go through that why would god allow me to get hurt like that if god is real why what didn't he stop this or why didn't he stop that Or if God is real, why didn't he answer my prayer about this? And whenever we have trusted God in a certain area and tried to use faith in a certain area and it doesn't come through or it didn't work, the enemy will try to use that and accuse God and now create doubt in our head. Like, you know what? Is God even real? Like, I believe for this and it didn't happen. So... I mean, is he real? Is he powerful? You know, why should I continue to trust him? And ultimately, if the devil can still kill and destroy our faith in God, that's his main goal and he would accomplish what he wanted to accomplish. And so that was number two is, you know, the enemy tried to create doubt. If Jesus would have fell, that would have created an opportunity for Jesus to doubt God and eventually even blame God for the injuries that, could have potentially occurred if jesus would have actually jumped and then the last thing that i saw was in verse 13 it said after the devil was finished tempting jesus that he went away until the next opportunity came and so that just shows that satan waits for opportunities and i'm like okay well why did he feel that during jesus time in the wilderness was an opportunity Like what's considered an opportunity for the devil? And I look at that as, you know what? Even though Jesus was spiritually strong, physically, he was super hungry. He was fasting. So he was really hungry and he was really thirsty. So physically, he was really weak. And so I just look at that, you know, in moments of weakness, I think the enemy is always looking for opportunities to capitalize. And I mentioned some, maybe we pray for someone to get healed and it didn't happen. And so now the enemy is going to use that opportunity to get us to try to doubt God. Or we were believing for this job opportunity and it didn't happen. Or something we were believing for, it didn't happen, it didn't come through. Or we experienced something that we can't imagine Why would I go through this? Or why would that person go through that? They're such an amazing person. Why would God allow this to happen? And that can be an opportunity for the enemy to come in. So the enemy is constantly waiting for opportunities. And, you know, there's a famous quote in basketball that says, you know, you're going to miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. And so have I prayed for people to get healed and they didn't get healed? Absolutely. I've prayed for people to get healed and they didn't get healed. But I also have prayed for people to get healed and they did get healed. There's prayers that haven't been answered or didn't happen, but there's also a ton of prayers that have been answered and did happen. And so just like a basketball player is, once you miss a few shots, you can't stop shooting because you're going to miss all the shots that you never took. And in the same way, we don't know when God can move and when he can't move. And there may be times where we're asking God to move and he He moves in a powerful way. And then there's times where we ask and and he doesn't do anything. And if God answered every prayer, there wouldn't be room for faith. There wouldn't be a need for faith. You know what? We live in a fallen world. And the enemy is the, the one that has created evil in the world and created sin in the world. And so it's the enemy that has created this fallen world. And he's the one that puts us through those horrible circumstances. But if he can get us to try to turn our backs on God and try to hinder our faith, that's his ultimate goal. And so overall, what can we get from this message today? Well, number one, the enemy knows scripture. So the enemy will try to use our strengths against us. And he will try to twist scripture and pervert scripture and make us use scripture to do things that could potentially still kill or destroy the plan and purpose that God has for us. Uh, So we have to know that whatever we... Feel guys calls on us to do that is truly from God and there's four ways to to know if we're being led by God or not Does it line up with scripture number one? Does it line up with God's character in his nature number two? Does it produce spiritual fruit in myself or others number three and? Does it bring freedom and peace in myself or others number four and if I feel God is leading me to do something and it lines up with those four things, then I can go for it with faith and believing that this is what God is calling me to do. Uh, Number two, the enemy will try to create doubt and get us to try to turn our back on God and blame God for, for the evil things that happen in the world or the things that we go through that we don't understand why we have to go through that. But we also have to remember that, you know, we live in a fallen world. There's spiritual influence behind the evil things that people do. And it's not God that does those evil things. It's the enemy. And so once we know, you know what, even if I go through something, I can trust that God is with me. I can trust he can give me the strength to get through it. And you know, some prayers that maybe didn't get answered or some circumstances that I just had to get through. That doesn't mean that God doesn't love me, that he's not for me and that he doesn't have the power to move. I just have to continue to have Faith, because that's what makes my faith so powerful, is that even in the unknown, I still believe that God can move at any moment and even through difficult circumstances, because Jesus did say that we will go through trials and tribulations. He never said we wouldn't. But he said that he will never leave me or forsake me. And so even in hard and tough situations that I don't understand, I'm not going to turn my back on God or give up my faith and start to doubt God because of something that the enemy actually put me through in the first place. And number three, Satan waits for opportunities. And he will constantly wait for opportunities to destroy my faith. So that's the message for today. And let's just end in prayer. So lord i just thank you for your word i thank you for wisdom in your word i thank you that there's ways to know when you're speaking and lord i pray for every listener out there If they're praying for a decision or even if they feel that you're speaking to them to do something, Lord, I pray that you will help them use those four keys of wisdom on how to filter it and know that it's truly you and not an opportunity to twist your word or your scripture for an impure motive and an impure agenda. And Lord, I, I just pray for wisdom as we read your word as believers and for your Holy Spirit to lead us. Lord, I also pray that you will encourage us in moments of difficulty and circumstances that we don't understand that happen, in moments when prayers don't get answered and we were really believing for those prayers to be answered times when we're discouraged, certain times of events, just like the coronavirus, Lord, and with everything that's happening in the world, Lord, where people can get discouraged and, and start to question if you're even there. And if you are there, why are you allowing all this to happen? Lord, I just pray, God, that you will help us remember that we live in a fallen world and that the devil is real and there are spiritual influence behind it. And Lord, that even in the midst of it, you are there. You will give us the strength to get through it. And so, Lord, I just pray that our doubt in you would never waver, that our faith in you would never waver, God. And, Lord, I thank you that those who endure in their faith will be rewarded. And may we never forget that, God. And and lastly, Lord, I pray that in moments of weakness and in moments where the enemy will try to come and, and take advantage of opportunity, that you help us discern by the power of the Holy Spirit that this is an attack of the enemy, and that you will help us guard against his attacks. And so, Lord, I just, I thank you for what you're doing. We love you. And I just pray this for every listener out there and every believer out there. And I ask this, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Beyond the Court Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed the message today, please subscribe and share with others as I will continue to upload weekly messages. Also, if you would like a daily devotional, shoot me an email at destinyhughes20 at gmail.com. That's D E S T I N I H U G H E S 20 at gmail.com. Thanks and have a blessed day.